Okay, can you hear me now? Yes. Okay, yes. good. <laughs> okay, so let me repeat myself. We we just set up brand new software so that we could get the big, the best quality. And we are delighted to have with us here today uh, uh, the co-founder of Lightmap and one of the content creators, um, Mark and Louisa. Um, and uh, we wanted to make sure that we had the best quality uh, stream just for these guys. So <laughs> thank you for bearing with us a little bit while we're working out the kinks. Um, so. I'll introduce myself. You guys know me. I'm Wendy. I'm the community manager here at NVIDIA. And of course, with me is my co-host, Edmar. Edmar, you always have exciting things to say. <laughs> what are, what's coming up uh, on the schedule? Well, actually, so we have some really cool things. Um, so first off, for anyone who uh, did not make the user group last week at GTC, uh, we just post, posted a blog which covered all the news we talked about at GTC relating to Omniverse. And we posted a video of the user group itself. So I'll paste that link in the chat in a second. Um, the cool thing about that is you, for people who were there, you got a sneak preview of today because Louisa gave an amazing presentation of HDR Light Studio. Uh, she ran through it really quick. And now we're going to spend the whole, the whole live stream kind of diving in. So it's going to be really fun. So I'll post that live stream in a second, uh, that, um, that uh, link for the blog and the, uh, the video. Uh, and then next week, uh, super exciting, we have a couple of the contest winners from our latest contests uh, uh, on uh, creating your Retroverse scene. That, so we're going to spend probably an hour looking at all the different submissions and kind of talking about what different artists did and what we liked about each one. Uh, and of course, we're doing that with a, a couple of winners themselves, which that'll be a lot of fun. After that, uh, we're going to be speaking with the Flow team. Uh, they're going to be showing off. They've been working on a great scene to demonstrate Omniverse Flow. Um, and uh, and then we're also going to be doing a live stream following that with the uh, University of Digital Arts in Mexico, who created engines, uh, game engines for their program, and then also created connectors for their um, for their game engines to Omniverse, which is amazing. So with cool. no help yeah. from us. Uh, so you heard a little bit of that story last week, so that's going to be coming up. And uh, so we, we yes, yeah, so we got some great live streams coming up. Um, and as Wendy said, Wendy has been doing so much work. So big thank you to Wendy for uh, for constantly working to improve the live stream. Today we're doing something for the first time, not only using some uh, new hardware and software, we're also broadcasting on YouTube for the first time uh, at, at the same time as we're doing Twitch. So hello to everyone watching on YouTube. Thanks for joining us. Uh, make sure you uh, definitely uh, follow us on Twitch or YouTube, whatever you use, so you get notifications when we go live. Um, but yeah, I think that's uh, that's about it for me uh, right now. But I'm gonna, I'll jump in because I'm super excited about what we're about to show off today. It definitely adds a lot of huge value to Omniverse users. Oh yeah, um, so. oh yeah, this is so cool. Um, so I'm going to start uh, introducing. First, I want to introduce uh, Anna Meeks. Um, she is um, our, our 3D uh, QA lead. Um, so she she uses a uh, uh, light map all the time, <laughs> probably on a daily basis. Anna, you want to um, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself? Oh yeah. Um, so I kind of started with NVIDIA just recently, um, but it's been amazing to work with their tools and also to utilize light now when creating things. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you're here, Anna. Thanks so much. Um, and then I, our next introduction is Louisa. Louisa was at our user group. Um, she did an awesome, very, very quick tutorial on, on the cool things that you can do with Lightmap. Um, so Louisa, you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? 
Yeah, well, uh, first of all, thank you so much for having us today. Um, it's our pleasure. Um, so I joined Lightmap almost, uh, I was going to say two years ago, but it's actually been three years already. Um, and it's been an absolutely pleasant journey so far. Um, I am a content creator, so I mainly work on uh, online documentation, uh, training content, but also I'm quite heavily involved in our product, product launch content. Um, so that's, that's always a, a fun period of time. Um, <laughs> but also um, every now and then I'll, I'll, I'll help out with software testing and support cases uh, when needed. So That's awesome. So you're really involved in the community, which is great. Um, yeah. And then our, you know, our next, uh, this is the co-founder of Lightmap, Mark. Uh, <laughs> Mark, <Hi. yeah. laughs> tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, well, we started um, Lightmap in 2009 with my co-founder, Simon. And it was kind of at the point where a lot of renderers were going from being kind of, you press a button, and you wait for the render to appear, kind of scanline method, and it's, there was a lot of waiting involved. And then there was a lot more kind of interactive rendering had started coming, so you could have an interactive render session and then do some lighting. And we kind of thought it'd be great to have interactive HDRI maps mm -hmm. to go with the interactive lighting. So we kind of had this idea, uh, basically developed it for myself to use in my own work as a 3D artist. Uh, fortunate that my co-founder is actually my brother-in-law uh, so we did it as like a bit of a pet project between us and then it kind of got so good and so useful that I talked to a few people about it and they said you could sell this and so it really was a an accidental business and within you know a few weeks we were selling to some major companies and you know a lot more people did need this kind of interactive method for creating HDRI maps at that point so uh, that was really the start of it all uh, 12 years ago. Oh, yeah. I know a lot of the artists in our community are so excited to have you guys uh, on Omniverse. And we are so excited, too. <laughs> so, Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Let's, let's dive into this, Mark. Um, let's get started. <laughs> okay, totally. Well, I've just kind of, if guys can see my screen, uh, I've just got our gallery up that's on our website just to kind of give a bit of a background in, in what people are doing with HDR Light Studio. Um, so effectively, it's a tool for, that makes it easy and creative and fun to design lighting, primarily for objects. So on here, we've kind of got, uh, there's, there's packaging, there's cars, um, there's products, and all of these things to look good and to look like a convincing marketing image, which is kind of like a virtual photograph. One of the key elements is making sure that the lighting looks really good. So uh, let's say on something like these headphones, um, what you're really seeing is not just the illumination, which is what you often think about with lighting, but a lot of this is coming from reflections and controlling reflections. So. Uh, a studio photographer, when they're lighting a shot like this, they're moving around lights and playing with the position of lights to get these reflections in the surfaces. So if you've got something that's like slightly shiny or satin, the lighting is actually coming from, as, as much as anything, the reflection as it is the illumination. So 
And the beautiful thing about HDRI maps as a technique to like something um, is that they're really easy to use. You have this one map, it surrounds your scene. And from that map, you get illumination values that light your scene, but then you also get realistic reflection values. Um, a lot of artists associate HDRI maps with photographic HDRI maps that might be captured with a camera, uh, a spherical camera or with, or with a tripod and merging the different exposures together. And uh, it, you can make an object look like it, it's at a particular location because you've surrounded that object with a, a photograph of the location, basically. But because it's a high dynamic range image, it's not limited to brightnesses between 0 and 256, which is generally what would be shown on your screen if you were looking at a web page. But the, the values of brightness in that image are unlimited. So you can have pixels with numbers that are as bright as the sun um, right through to total darkness. So when you light something with a HDRI map, you kind of get this baked in photorealism out of the box because you're using the HDRI map. Um, so that, that makes it particularly useful for things like products and packaging um, and for kind of advertising imagery. So this is like the traditional type of work that, that people are using our software for. Um, and as you guys said, we've just recently come to Omniverse. So prior to this, if I kind of click on our connections, we've had connectivity that we've built up over the years so kind of all the major pieces of 3D software and supported those different uh, renderers. So really, wherever you are, whatever you're doing in terms of 3D, if you want to uh, have this process for creating lighting, you can plug us in and you can do this now in Omniverse as well. So that just kind of sets the scene for what I'm going to talk about. So I'll just close that up. So we've got um, the image here that was used on the marketing for this uh, this talk today it's a skull thing yeah it's kind of people thought it was to do with halloween we, we had a note from your marketing guy saying uh yeah i don't think after halloween i don't think this is going to be relevant and it was like just by chance that we'd actually picked um a skull skulls are always it's, uh, relevant it's a bit it's kind of, yeah it was it was off uh, actually it was from the turbo squid website where they got a lot of different content already set up ready to play with omniverse because we support like 15 different connections. Mm -hmm. So for us to handcraft these scenes for demos, it was so great to go to TurboSquid and actually have all these different bits of content already that we could have a play with. And I found this and I thought, hey, that's that's simple enough for a demo that people get what's going on. So uh, I chose this. So yeah, this is Omniverse. It looks like what you're used to seeing. And we've installed our extension and the extension creates a bridge between Omniverse and HDR Light Studio. And if I come to window up here, all I needed to do once it was installed was choose the little HDR Light Studio drop down, and then the panel uh, appeared on the interface and I could just blob it in over here. So uh, it's ever so simple. We've got a start and stop button, and then it tells you what dome light you're connected to. Uh, currently, we support connecting to one dome light. So basically, as soon as you've got a dome light, which you can see here in your scene set up, uh, that will show in here. And then when you start HDR Light Studio, 
we will take control of the HDRI map that is actually lighting your Omniverse shot. Now, when you're developing uh, your shaders and your look and everything for this shot, you'll probably just have a dome light and load on some other HDRI map that you've got from somewhere because at, at that kind of stage, it's a look development process. You, you, you don't need to do the fancy lighting for it maybe at that stage. So you'll often already have a, a, an image loaded into your slot here. And then when you press the start button, we effectively remove that link to that and replace it with our own image. Um, so I'll press the start button and then HDR Light Studio is a totally separate app. So we will then launch um, and we will have this connection through to Omniverse. Um, now, when we start up, we have quite a lot of things we have to load. We've got a, a huge amount of content that's part of Light Studio. And when we generate all little previews and stuff for that. So when you first start up, it will take a few seconds. And then we've got our interface here. So you'll have noticed that when we started up, the background on here went to gray. And that kind of shows that our HDRI map uh, is already being shared with Omniverse and it's lighting the scene. So at this stage, I can just go full screen with HDR Light Studio. Uh, just do that again. Yeah, full screen with HDR Light Studio. And then the first thing I'll do is we've got this view here called the render view. Now, when you're lighting, you really want to concentrate just on lighting. So rather than have another interface on another monitor and when you're talking to Omniverse, if I press play on this here, we're now showing the live uh, image from Omniverse uh, of, of that render that's streaming from Omniverse. Uh, now it looks a bit lighter uh, because there's a LUT on here. So if I just come up here and turn that to none, we're now seeing the output from Omniverse as, as it, you would see it in Omniverse. So that's the first thing that you'd need to do is just change that to none. And then that matches exactly what's coming from Omniverse. So now we can see what we're doing. Uh, we have this canvas here. So the canvas is basically your HDRI map. And anything that we do to this canvas is shared over to Omniverse and it updates instantly. Um, and I have to say, when we've been using Omniverse, I am really quite impressed with how responsive Omniverse is when we make updates in this in the software. Um, so if I say, um, I'll come back to this, but if I quickly turn down the brightness, that instantly turns down the brightness. And when you're looking at Omniverse, it's not like the image has gone incredibly noisy and it's refreshed and it's like some other renderers you really have got quite a good fidelity of image at all times when you're using it, which is really quite impressive. So this is the canvas. This is where you see your lighting design evolve. And then this is the view that you're lighting. This is the object that you're lighting. Now, through the connection, we are also aware of the different cameras that are in the Omniverse scene. So I can change the camera in our dropdown and then that will stream the relevant camera into our interface. So we don't need to leave Light Studio, Studio to go back and change the setting in Omniverse. We can do that from here. And this is the view I want to light, so we'll stick with that. 
Okay, so let's just explain. We've got this graduated background uh, that we can see on the canvas. Where is that coming from? So if we come up here, we've, effect we've got our light list. Now the light list is basically everything we make in HDR Light Studio appears in that list. It's not dissimilar to say Photoshop layers. It's almost like an image editing application in the way that you develop your lighting setup and you'll see all of those in the light list. So by default, there's a, there's a default gradient background light in the light list uh, and that's where that's coming from. Um, so I think what I'll do next is we'll come down here to the presets panel and we can see there's a huge amount of what are obviously light sources here. Um, there's a lot more in here that I'll get into in a bit, but the, the first place you can start is the content here in that drop-down. it says it's lights and then the type of lights are studio lights. So this is a filter here on the different type of lights that you can get to and the default is studio lights. So let's just get the ball rolling and put our first light onto this model. There's two ways we could do it. We could say, scroll through, get a light, drag it, drop it onto the canvas. And then we can move it around on the canvas. So it's very much feels a bit like a kind of a drawing package or something. Now, when you do that, you kind of have to play around and guess where to put the light to get the effects you want. And if you were kind of a photographer in the studio, you probably would be guessing where to put the light and you'd be experimenting and moving it and looking through the camera. Now, a better way to do this, to get it in the right place, is actually to just click directly on the model. So if I click on this model here, what we've done is that we're communicating with Omniverse. We are getting some additional light pass information from their renderer which gives us a position and a normal, and it allows us to, to calculate where do I uh, put that light on the map to actually get the light where I'm clicking. Because as an artist, you don't want to worry about where to put the light. You know I want the light here on their head, and th that's the creative decision I want to make. So if I come to this light list here to see what I'm doing better, I'm going to use this little solo button to isolate just that light that I'm working on. And that makes it really handy to see the actual effect of that light so you can kind of isolate it and make a, make a decision about it. So I can move the light around by clicking on the model. And if I come down to the bottom of this render view panel, this is all about light paint. That's what we call it. Um, we call this feature light paint. And the mode for light paint is reflection. So at the moment, I'm painting this to reflect where I'm clicking. Alternatively, I could use this mode called rim. What that will do is when I click in the view, it places the light on the background where I'm clicking. So it's behind the model. So we call that the rim mode, rim lighting mode. The next one is the illumination uh, light paint mode. If I click on the model, this is where it gets a bit confusing. So the reflection position, you are, when you're looking at the object, you, you are looking to reflect off that bounce surface and to reflect 
stay on the edge of this skull, if I change it to reflect, you will actually see the light behind because you've got this kind of glancing angle to actually get the light to reflect in that part of the model. Now, if I use illumination and I click on here, the light will actually be positioned facing that surface. So you won't see it. The reflection won't be in that place. But if this was a matte object, you care more about the illumination of it and where's the light falling on this. So maybe if it was a human face with skin and it was kind of powdered, it wasn't all glossy, you might be using the illumination mode most for, for positioning the light. For things like products, any kind of shiny materials, you'd use the reflection light paint mode. So that's what, that's what light paint is. And really that's, this then just becomes an interface where you can enjoy exploring the lighting and not really worrying about where the light is. You just make creative decisions. So cool, so, you could iterate so so quickly. Um, so a couple of comments that came in while you were speaking. Uh, yeah. So one is that, holy cow, I can't believe I've never ever used this before. I came in from somebody. <laughs> I love that. Um, I love that. Another, another one has to do with licensing. So how, how do people end up getting to license it and then what's that process and cost? Okay, so effectively we have uh, a range of uh, options for our software which is indie licenses, pro licenses, and what we call automotive licenses. Now the automotive ones are a bit like an enterprise license for uh, people using uh, more advanced specialist pieces of software. Now at launch, the connection to Omniverse is part of our most expensive product, which is the automotive license. Um, now, because this is new for us and we're still feeling our way with the Omniverse community, I would say if people are really interested in this and they are indie artists and they're not, not in the league of the bigger enterprise kind of companies that might use this, do just get in touch with us and just say, hey, I'm really interested in your stuff, but this is my position, X, Y, Z. And then we'll take that into consideration because we want lots of people to use Omniverse. Uh, but at this first stage, that was the tier of our product that it that it appeared in. So uh, again, all of this information is on our uh, website at lightmap.co.uk and you can have a look. Also, if you take the free demo from our site, then anybody can play with that uh, and use it. It just has a save disabled, a, a red watermark on the map that's shared but you can totally do everything you're seeing in what I'm showing you today for yourself by just taking it for a spin and, and to get your head around it. That's fantastic. Well, thank you so much. That's a great offer for Omniverse users, uh, indies and creators that are using it that are on an enterprise level. So Luisa yeah. actually has posted the, uh, the email address in the chat to get in touch, yeah. but it's also on their website if you don't see it after this uh, the stream. So thank you, that's great. No problem at all. Um, yeah, so that's how to like position the lights. So, you know, it's dead easy. I've got a light selected. I can press Control D. That will duplicate it. Press OK. Click on the other side. I've got another light. You know, and then anything can be moved. So, the light that you're moving is always the one that you've got selected. So, if I pick that light, that is the one that I've got selected. And then if I pick that light that is the one that's going to be moving. So that's how it works. 
Okay, so let's look at the presets panel and just have a look what more more is going on in here. So if I so basically we've got the type of content is lights. So we won't change that yet, but we'll just come to the top here and we'll pick all. So now we're not filtering uh, at all. We're just showing all of these light sources that are available. So we've kind of got all kinds of stuff in here. If you get a bit more creative with things, we've even got like a whole load of clouds. So you can augment existing skies to maybe if you've got a car and you want a particular reflection in a certain place or you just want to get creative and create your own interesting skies. And we have a, a sky. If I come here, we've got some different types of lights you can create, but they're more like empty lights without lots of settings applied. So all of these light types that you can create from the toolbar, all of this content's made from them, but they're populated with stuff. So if I come here and I, I click on this one, this will uh, add a sky background. Because the others are soloed, I can't see it. I have to unsolo those. And then you can see I've now got this sky and then you could drag and add some clouds to that sky and kind of start building up an interesting looking sky. So what else have we got in here? We've got lots of HDRI maps. We'll come back to those later. We've got some backdrops. So if I just double click on one of these, that will add a backdrop. So if you want that kind of studio lighting, uh, you can put that at the top and then it looks like your model is sat on a, a photographic scoop with the rest of the environment happening around it. There's more HDRI maps, there's some crazy blurred, different things, more maps. We've got these like light streaks, which are quite cool looking in the side of cars. So I think you can see just from scrolling through there, there's a whole load of stuff in there that we call lights. Um, I'll just reorganize my panel a little bit so we can see more of the, the light list there. So I'm gonna kind of get rid of all that new stuff I made there. Just going to select them all, right click and delete. And then let's use the filter and we'll pick HDRI Haven Exteriors, let's say. So this is a whole load of uh, HDRI maps that are from the free uh, site HDRI Haven. And then we've processed them so they're ready to go straight from our software, all prepared as presets. So if I want to add one of these HDRI maps, I can double click it and that just gets added to the design. So where, so, cool. <laughs> uh, so where on here, these lights are kind of 3D lights you can move around. We also, we kind of call everything a light. So a HDRI map, we still call a light, but it's just a light that fills the whole canvas with a HDRI map. So now we've got this light that just sits at the base and then we've got our softbox over here. Now this softbox over here, we could make that black and then we could put that over the sun and then we could change the width and the height over here in the properties panel and then you could kind of not go okay let's let's put that over here by clicking on the model and let's make it a little bit thinner so i don't see it so I've, now if i just solo the original map that's the lighting effects of the map but i've augmented it i've put an extra light over here and then I've put some darkness over here. So if a cinematographer was doing a, a shoot 
they would want to control the light. They wouldn't necessarily just accept the lighting conditions that they saw uh, when, when they were making that shoot. So this gives you that kind of creative control. You might want to bounce some light up on the chin here. So you could go, okay, this here in the toolbar, this makes a soft round light. I'll click on that. I'll click on his chin and then I'll brighten that kind of scale it up and now I've got a bit of uplift underneath his chin um, so we've got interior uh, sorry exterior HDRI maps and interior ones there for you to use now the other good thing about these maps is they make a really nice kind of ambient lighting setup um, and that works really well if you blur them uh, so a more <coughs> advanced feature of, of what we do is you can pick a light and you can do something called merging it to a composite, which sounds a bit complicated, but it isn't really. So if I just right click and merge it to a composite, nothing's changed to look at it. But what we've done is we've put that HDRI map kind of inside of another light. Now I could come here and I could go and get another, let's just uh, go to the studio lights. There we go. So I could get some hard kind of square lights and put those on top. And they're inside this composite and they're all together. Then if I use this little up arrow and I turn all those other lights off, this one light contains all that lighting that I've just set up. So it's, it's composited it all together. Now the cool thing about that is with one light, I can change the brightness of this one light and everything in it is being adjusted because really it's one lighting image that's coming from all those other lights. So that's quite a nice thing you can do. And also you can change the uh, position of that. So we could play with the uh, horizontal rotation by moving the longitude and you could kind of tweak that positioning. And that's much better than having to go in and move every single light by hand. So that's a really useful thing about a composite light. Mark, so the, can I just interrupt you for a second? We've got two yeah. questions. One from yeah. Stuck on 3D asking if our software works with bo both path traced and real time mode. Yeah, it works with both. Yes. Yeah. And uh, another question is can we run on a cloud? We can't run on a cloud at the moment. Well, I say that clouds are just computers. So you could install us on a virtual machine on the cloud and as long as a license is installed in the right place it would run um obviously because this is part of the omniverse ecosystem there's all kinds of clever stuff you could do where i could be doing this and then some you know you could be talking to another session of omniverse on the other side of the world that, that, that's doing something so i i would say the the answer is yes but we don't run this through a web page or anything like that at the moment. So I, I hope that helps. Um, so just coming back to this composite light, if I come into here and I say turn off those lights, we've just basically got that bare HDRI map again. And when stuff is in the composite light, we can add filters to it. We can do some stuff to it. So if I come over to the light properties panel, I'll just take you through what the properties of any light are you've got your master settings which is stuff like the brightness of it the blend mode so again the blend mode is very much where you're thinking of an image editor 
uh, lights can be added. Uh, they, can, they can blend in different ways with the content underneath. Um, and then the mapping of the light, whether it's uh, a 3D light, it can move around, or if it's plain art and stretched to the canvas, that's all set from here. You've got your transform settings, which is how big is it? How, how, uh, what is the position of it within this lighting design? And then once you get past those, you've got the actual content settings. Now, for this light, which is a composite light, we have this filter section, and I can come to this filter and choose diffusion, and then instantly I've blurred that by a certain amount. Um, so that's that's handy for creating this kind of ambient mood of lighting um, that then you can augment with these other lights. So, so the beauty is that blurred set of lighting is totally independent of these other lights which can remain crisp and harsh and do whatever you want. So it's very flexible because it's not just blurring the whole map, any, any element. So let's say if I wanted this light to be blurred individually, totally separate to everything else, I can right click on it, merge it to a composite. It all stays in the same place. It all looks the same but then I can get that filter, choose diffusion, and then I could whack that up to something really high. Um, now the beauty of that as well, and what's quite clever, is if I come into here and I pick that light and I want to move it, I can click on here and that is still gonna get moved in real time, but the actual image that is being shared with Omniverse is what you see here it's this so I when I come into the composite I only see what's in the composite but actually the the whole lighting design is lighting in Omniverse so there's there's whole loads of fun you can have basically with with uh, using composites to give you lots of control over what you're doing so let's just come back up a level so in terms of the different types of lighting content you, you get all of this stuff from your presets panel. All that that does basically is if I come and get this this light here, let's say, and turn that up in brightness, and I'll just solo that. Let's just look at this content section because every light, what it looks like, comes from the content section. So there's a few types of content. There's what we call a bulb, and a bulb is great, basically a, a graduation that is controlled by this ramp and I use this little graph button and that opens up this ramp and I can just double click and then I can add different points on this ramp and I can create all kinds of different procedural light effects with that. I can control the interpolation between those points whether it's linear, bezier, cosine. Um, so that is the bulb. So that's quite nice for like soft lighting effects. We've got an image which is basically, we've got a loaded Im image here that was from our library that comes with HDR Light Studio. And uh, with an image, if I say, come to the composite light and I look at this, this is an image, this is uh, based on an image. We can change the saturation of it and we can adjust the gamma of it because often HDRI maps, the gamma might not be correct from the actual photo shoot. So you can get a bit of an adjustment on that. So I'll come up a level and go back to my light there. So that's image. There's gradient. So we can have a linear or a radial gradient. And then we can put colors on this. 
So you've got separate ramps for color, the value, and the opacity. So I can come down here and at the end of that ramp, drag that down. And now that's, if I go back to it being linear, you can, you can see how transparent that is as it, as it comes down that ramp. And then we have flat, which is the most basic. It's just a flat rectangle of color. Now, flat, you might think, well, that's not really very, when am I ever gonna use flat? Well, if this light, if we changed the mapping to planar, and if we uh, double click on these names to give the default value there, it's a little, a little thing, little handy tip there. You double click on those, you get a default. And then if I put the size to 100 and 100, that fills the whole map. But then in the master settings, I could come to blend mode and I could use color. And now that acts as a color filter over the whole map. So I could kind of color things up and manipulate them. So actually a flat light can be quite handy. Now the other thing you could do is if I just made that white and I made the blend mode multiply and make that 100, if I turn it off, you won't see any difference because it's multiplying the uh, brightness of the map by 100%, so it's the same brightness. But if I wanted to adjust that, I can turn the brightness down, and now I've got this single light acting as a brightness control uh, just at that level within the lighting design. So I could put, let's say I put a couple of lights on top, and I'm playing with those, but I could use this light, uh, which is this one, and I'll, let's call this, if I double click and just rename that brightness, and then that basically is a little brightness control for everything below that level in the stack. Uh, so that's quite handy. And then other content we've got is the sky. So if we, if we solo that, change the blend mode to over, and then you can play with the elevation of that. And we can play with the disc size as well. So the realistic size of the sun is actually quite small. Now, when you're using a HDRI map to light a shot like this, if you've got a tiny little sun, it can be problematic for renderers and the reflection can look like noise, not look great. So we've provided a, a control so that you can actually have quite a big sun. Now, that's it, disk visibility, there we go. So there's the size of it. So you can see it's appearing there. So if I just change the longitude of the map, so it's around there. So if I make that size really small, it's not really picking up in the renderer yet. So if I make it a bit bigger, it does. And then if I make it even bigger still, you kind of get a nicer reflection from it uh, because it's larger and it's easier to deal with. So I can't really see it brilliant on this, but if you had a car, for example, if you had a tiny little reflection of the sun, it wouldn't look great. And if you make it bigger, it can look much better. Um, and we've got a dip, we've got control here for the softness of the sun on there as well. And then as that comes down to the horizon, if I come into my canvas and I use my little zoom tool here, I can go right in there and I can see what that sun's looking like. Looking like. And then we can even soften the edge of that sun artificially uh, to make it look nicer. So if I just lower that down there, I've just softened that off. So you've got full control over that. So 
that's just a whistle stop tour of that uh, sky shader. Uh, you've seen the composite light. So the composite light is just like any other light. It's got content, it's got an appearance, but the appearance comes from what you put in it. So this light I've got selected, if I go and drag some lights and put them in there, they are, they are part of that composite uh, light. And then you have the controls for that. And then the last one is box gradient. Oops, box gradient. And it's saying, oh, if you change the mode of this light, we're going to delete, we're going to nuke all those lights you put in it. I'm fine with that, so we'll delete those. And if I change the uh, mapping back to 3D, solo it so we can see what we're doing, because we've, we've got a lot going on now in this scene. If we click up here, turn up the brightness. So we've basically got uh, an X ramp and a Y ramp, and the way you blend those together controls what this looks like. So there's all kinds of settings you can have on this to create really nice kind of soft lighting effects. Um, so let's, how are we doing for time guys? Cause I've got lots to talk about still. <laughs> yeah, you haven't even covered light looks. And that's one of yeah. my favorite parts is having yeah. multiple that's, lights. That's what I was thinking. So let's, let's You're good. Go. You're good. We can go yeah, as long as you want. Okay. <laughs> I see. I, right. I, I, I noticed that the darkness has descended behind you. It has. Yeah. Oh yeah. But Probably for can, me as well. We can see the light on here, so we're okay. Yes, that, that's true. Someone yeah. did ask a question. I don't know if you t you touched on this because I've been trying to juggle between the different chats happening. Yeah. Uh, they're asking for the units of brightness. Uh, are you guys using lumens or candelas? It's just arbitrary. So okay. there's there's that's no true. kind of measured, calibrated. It's like what you see is what you get. Okay. Um, cool. That basically that's that's the simple answer to it. Perfect. Um, right. So. In the presets panel, so far, we were talking about lights, everything being a light. If we use the top drop down, we have this thing called rigs. So all of these presets, you can save your own. So if you've got certain appearances of lights that you want to keep reusing, you can save them. Or if you've got an entire lighting rig you've designed and you want to reuse it, you can save your own rig. Now, we provide some uh, preset rigs uh, that look like this. And if I double click on one, it adds it to the, the current lights that are already in the scene. So here, all, it effectively looks like, hey, here's some preset HDRI maps you can light your shot with, but actually they're not HDRI maps. They are full, fully editable uh, lighting setups created with HDR Light Studio. And uh, I use these to kind of handily show off the light looks feature, which uh, Anna mentioned. So when you're lighting something, you know, let's say when you're modeling something and you're texturing something, you generally know where you're going. You've got a thing you want to model and you know what it looks like and you just get on and you do it. Now, when you light something, often you kind of don't know how you're going to tackle it because you don't know how the materials are going to react. You don't know what mood you want to create. You need to experiment. So we've got a feature called light looks which lets you save off lots of little, lots of different lighting designs as you're using HDR Light Studio with on first. So by default, there's always a look. You're working on the default look. So we could double click that, just label that one, and this is look one. 
Now we've got some buttons here where I can create a fresh light look or I can duplicate the one that's already there. What I'll do is I'll just create a new one and I'll call it two. So that'll instantly nuke all the lights that are in the scene and I could get a different light look and double click and now I've got all of those lights lighting the shot. Um, so let's use it a bit more like you would probably use it. Let's go here and go from the rigs and actually go back to the lights and let's say uh, let's just use studio lights here and let's drag one on here make it quite bright uh, that's fine on there so let's say we get to the point in the lighting process where we're kind of happy with that and we just want to like save it off where it is and then carry on so what you can do is you just basically duplicate this look you get a copy of it and let's kind of just rename that three and let's say well what would it look like if we had that on that side and then what would it look like if we add another soft light kind of down on his chin like that? How am I feeling about that? Now then it becomes about comparison because you want to go, do I prefer this or do I prefer this? So because Omniverse is so fast, I can just click between these and that is literally switching in an instant which one of these lighting setups I'm working on currently. So that's uh, awesome. I could just go, okay, I come back here. I think that would be better if that was blue uh, and if it was brighter. Okay, I'll actually uh, duplicate that again. I'll call it four. And then I might go, well, does it look better if it's orange? Um, blue or orange, which do I like? And then these, you can just delete them, duplicate them. Is, there's even more clever thing you could do is if, if you've got one selected you can do a sub light look so you could uh, say okay I'm happy with this as a base and I'm going to make a sub light look so I'll call that sub one and on here I'm going to put a light over the top I'm going to make that red make that really bright but then I'm going to try another sub light look call that sub two and I'm going to put one over here obviously this isn't going to look very good because I'm just rushing about but you can then flick between those two different sub groups or you could come back to the base and I could do something like add a flat background change the blend mode to multiply turn the brightness down to really mute that background then I can come into my sub uh, light looks and it's all compositing the whole lot together from the sub level back down to the the base look so you can do a lot of really nice light organization so it might be i've got five camera views of this skull i want them all to have the same base light look that looks like this but for each subsequent viewing angle i'm going to have these sub light looks that's got lights at different positions so that just enables the artist to experiment uh, as they're using Light Studio. So I think if I look at the list that I've got here, right, I'm going to just finish with area lights. Um, at the moment, everything I've been doing is on this HDRI map that is being shared live with Omniverse. I'm going to make life simple. I'm just going to delete all of these lights, leave the backgrounds there. 
just so you know it's there. I'm going to drag and drop a light on. That's it, that's appeared. And put that over here. So that light is on the HDRI map. Sometimes, if you've, say, got um, two objects in the scene, I'll explain another option. If, when I put the light on the HDRI map, that model can see the whole HDRI map. So everywhere I'm getting a reflection coming from that direction because the HDRI is at a distance. Now, sometimes you want more localized lighting or you might want lighting in between two different objects and you can't do that. There are limitations to what you can do with a HDRI map. So there's a setting in the light properties when you've got a 3D light just called area light. If I click that one setting, everything seems to be the same in here but we get more settings. I've got a dolly setting. And if I bring that in, you can see I've now got a distance control and I've actually got a 3D light source in Omniverse. If I move that down, you can see in Omniverse, there's actually another light, which is a rec light been made and it's got the texture from HDR Light Studio on there. And that is mapped to it and controlled in real time just like their main HDRI map is that we've been sharing. So if I come here and I change the color uh, of this, that changes the texture straight away. Now, in a lot of our connections, we have alpha support for these and we can support the alpha. Currently in Omniverse, the alpha is not uh, supported on the rec lights and I think that's something that will come in. Um, and then the beauty of that is that you can have kind of transparency to the area lights. So if you did see them, uh, you, you would be, they would look more realistic. They wouldn't have the black border on it. Um, so these lights are manipulated in just the same way by positioning them, clicking on the model, I can duplicate, and then I can come this side, and then I can change the color. And then these are still part of the uh, light looks. I can switch to this look. That's not got any area lights. I can switch to this look this has and they're all built. So everything's kept in sync with Omniverse in real time. And those area lights, if I if I kind of solo one of them uh, and I make it kind of even closer, let's say, you can see I can just add a little highlight there, but it's not affecting the rest of the model. If I untick uh, the area light checkbox, now the whole model can see that light because it's at a distance. So that just really highlights where you'd find these useful. The other thing is when a light is an area light, you might not want to see it because that's looking ugly. So you can just turn off the camera visibility and that takes care of that setting inside of Omniverse. So between the map and uh, the area lights, you've kind of got everything you need to kind of take control of the lighting in Omniverse. Um, and I think as a, as a kind of introduction to what this is all about, I think that's kind of covered most of the basics and hopefully people mm -hmm. watch kind of think wow it's quite i quite like to have a play with that and just see what i can do with it basically it, it really honestly it feels and looks like you have thought of everything <laughs> it seems so it seems so deep and, and flexible uh and so quick yeah uh, so for artists to be able to i mean the, one of the biggest feedbacks we get from artists on omniverse in general is that because they can uh, they could see their changes basically in real time, it allows iteration uh, that just wasn't possible before. And it, it seems like you guys are just taking that to the next level here as well. 
Yeah. I mean, the sad thing is, it's kind of all we think about as well, because it's all we do. All we do is develop this software and think about how to make things easier for artists to light shots. And we've got had a lot of feedback over the years on the software and what people want. And there's a lot of photographers that do move into computer graphics now because things like pack shots and product shots, a lot of the digital uh, data is there to make images that are photorealistic and the lighting is often the missing ingredient for them because they work in a certain way in the studio and we get feedback that this feels the closest thing uh, to what they're used to in how they think about lighting something in a studio, which is really nice. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, it's so much nicer yeah. than uh, back in the day when I was doing stuff, you have to render out each scene individually, move your lights around, render it yeah. out to see it. It's... <laughs> it's, it's a whole new world, isn't it? I mean, oh, as yeah. you've seen, Omniverse... I'm on a stream, I, I, you know, the graphics card's probably doing work for that as well. I've got a single graphics card and everything has been incredibly interactive. Um, yeah, so let me ask you about that, actually. So well, in terms of Omniverse and Lightmap, you know, your company yeah. and HDR Light Studio, what, yeah. uh, so can you tell me a little bit about background, about how you guys got involved and started looking at Omniverse and why you decided to actually uh, make this connector? We saw the video that showed all these different pieces of software connecting to Omniverse. So when you first announced it, um, there was you, you could see Maya and you could see moving a model and you could see live texturing going on. And it felt like this is what we already do in lighting. It was like, this is just such a natural step for us to try and get involved with this. And we got artists at NVIDIA who use uh, Light Studio so as soon as we mentioned uh, to those guys, hey, we're quite interested in connecting to Omniverse, they got in contact with all the right people and got us together so we could actually start start looking at this. Um, so it, it seemed a really natural fit. And I think what was interesting for us is that it's Omniverse is not like one of our other connections because we connect to desktop 3D apps where there's an artist sat there and they're lighting a shot. What was exciting for us is that with Omniverse, the idea of people collaborating in different parts of the world and using their expertise to light a shot for somebody else was exciting because you've got people who know a lot about lighting can now spin up a session of Light Studio and just join the party and light a shot with somebody uh, on the other side of the world who might be brilliant at modeling and texturing but they don't have the skills to right. kind of do photographic work and really make make the model look fantastic so that that was the bit where we thought some cool stuff's going to be happening with omniverse and we really would like to be part of it that's a great point i can't wait to see what comes out uh, uh from creators now that they have access yeah. to this great tool um it's pretty amazing yeah. and, and th again if people jumped in late uh, we're speaking to Lightmap's team on HDR Light Studio um, and the Omniverse connector they built. Uh, basically, adds light, uh, live HDRI map authoring and live HDRI textured area lights to Omniverse. Uh, and as you saw a few minutes ago, uh, amazing number of options. Um, very, um, very flexible and powerful to be able to do it and compare and go back and, and um, do things in real time. 
Yeah. And uh, and also, if you missed it, Mark extended an offer for Omniverse users who are not enterprise folks, so not non automotive. But if you're an artist, uh, you know, indie, uh, and you want to work with um, with this software, get in touch with them at their email address listed on their website, and yeah. you can uh, you can get a nice discount, which is awesome. Thank you guys. Yeah, I mean, it's more, it's more just kind of we want people to start using this. We want pe people are starting to adopt and look at Omniverse. And we don't want the fact that it's in our automotive tier to restrict some people who are feeling very enthusiastic enthusiastic about it and want to try it. Um, I mean, I'm not saying 100% if you email us, we're going to give you discount software. It, it's basically if you tell us what your aspirations are for using Omniverse, what your plans are for it, we certainly will consider people who aren't in that automotive tier and we just want to hear from people and talk to them about it and we can we can sort something out for them because uh, like you guys we just want people to adopt and start doing some cool stuff with this mm -hmm. and see where it goes I'm, yeah. I'm particularly interested as well is there's such a variety of uses for Omniverse so there's some that are kind of outside of our comfort zone so virtual production uh, you need live real-time feedback on lighting in virtual productions Absolutely. And the idea of there being a lighting gaffer as part of the process of a virtual production, maybe driving some stuff from HDR Light Studio, maybe using area lights more than the HDRI map for kind of, you know, you've got a character and you need a little bounce of light off the back of the head or something. So we're really hoping people to do things more than just product shots of cars and jewelry and stuff. Uh, you know, anything you see on a screen needs lighting and uh, we hope we can be a part of that. Yeah. That's and great. Um, post, I'm you, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, if you set up your scene using LightMap, post it on the forums, uh, get a hold of us, email us. Yes. Um, we will share. <laughs> um, uh, we really want to see uh, the things you guys can do with uh, LightMap and lighting your scenes and your products. That's yeah. such a great point. Yeah, so we also have a new gallery submission page on the Omniverse website. So if you do a search for Omniverse Gallery Submission, you will find a page where you can basically upload your work. And our team goes through that stuff every day. Uh, and we love sharing and promoting. And we're actually doing a bunch of um, articles in the uh, coming weeks with uh, Omniverse users showing off their, their great work. Um, we also have Discord. So um, uh, maybe uh, maybe the LightMap folks will come over to Discord for a little while and answer questions. But we can also create yeah. a separate channel specifically for, uh, for HDR our light studio um, so that people can just um, ask questions and collaborate there and and help each other um, so our discord is discord.gg slash nvidia omniverse um, so um, yeah we there's always a lot of activity there and, and there's also a showcase page um, cool uh, is there any questions that we missed or anything else that anyone feels like we need to go over we uh, we, we bid farewell <laughs> It's been fun, guys. It's yeah. been fun. Yeah. Jasper jumped in at some point, I yes. think. I, 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 the Omniverse cat, Jasper. I had you. You probably saw me having to mute my microphone. He. Uh, <laughs> Did he pull down your blinds? He he pulled down my blinds. Um, I thought I heard that. Yeah. Uh, the big crashing noise was him. Um, he's nuts. So. <laughs> I, th I, think, I think you should dye him green. I think you could yes. should dye him NVIDIA green as punishment. I love it. 
Well, thank you, everybody. This has been a fantastic, uh, it's a fantastic live stream, and it's really nice to spend time with a partner uh, like you on on this great software, which does exactly what we're hoping. And you're basically extending and building, and we're adding the whole goal of Omniverse is to make the apps you're using a lot more powerful, um, and uh, not trying to replace anything. So this is a great example of that, and I think that. Um, I think that there's going to be a lot of users who are excited about this. I think you provided a great resource by going over everything today. Oh, thank you. It was, a, it was an absolute pleasure. <laughs> well, thank you, everybody. Thank you, Wendy. Thank you, Anna, Luisa, Mark. Kim. Jasper. Yeah. Jasper. <laughs> yeah. Especially Jasper. Don't yeah. thank him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and just really quick, I'll give uh, that email address in case people have oh, a hard yes. time finding you. If you want to get in touch with Lightmap, uh, on the HDR Light Studio uh, pricing for Omniverse users, you can reach them at support at lightmap.co.uk. At support at support at lightmap.co.uk, um, and then obviously the website is lightmap.co.uk. So you can check out the stuff there. Thank you again. Thank you guys, love you guys. <laughs> Thank you everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah, thank you. <laughs>